78. Mates rates. That's awful. Yeah. Mm. That's it's worse than if I just stayed quiet. Yeah. Welcome to the Nice Year Football Podcast, episode 78. Uh well, not a whole lot happening. Not a whole lot happening in the top flight in England. First division football at a standstill. Um I guess there was Champions League. There were some other leagues we can talk about. I don't know about you, Tommy, but I'm feeling pretty rusty. Thanks for joining me. What uh where are we going this week? What do you like? I was I didn't I haven't run this past year and I know you're gonna hate it, but I really wanted to call call this week the Kentucky Tour. Because we're 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 just going to bounce around, Sam. We're just going to go to random European nations for one night and talk about games that we have, you know, no qualifications or really any right to try and dissect and inform others about. <laughs> I tell you what, there has not been a lot of football watching this week. I must be honest. Um, many other things going on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> should we start in Croatia last week? And we should, yeah. Re- rewind think, time. Back to a simpler the, time, Sam. I think the top story is obviously uh, what went on down at Chelsea in the past week, um, starting with that loss in Croatia to Zagreb, 1-0. It's hard to call anything a top story, given what's gone on in the last five days. But yeah, prior to what we know now, this was crazy because it was maybe a result you could see on the cards if Chelsea did, you know, just continue to misfire and not really click in the final third or were as they were in this game, weak in the midfield, just so weak without Kante. Unbelievably uh just like you know, Swiss cheese essentially. There's there's just no solidity, there's no formation or organization between the guys that they bring in at the moment. And so, you know, were they rightfully turned over? Yes, no. They had more of the ball. They created more chances, potentially. But, you know, this is what happens. You go to one of these hostile environments, and if you don't turn up, you're going to get turned over. You just call Croatia hostile? I just, the, the, you know, it was a formidable atmosphere in the stadium, especially as the game wound on. And into the last 10 minutes, it was just, it was raucous, dude. It was cacophony of noise. Yeah, um, I feel like I talked up Chilwell being better than old mate Cucurella as well, and Chilwell, Chilwell started, and they got nothing out of it. Um, yeah. English breakfast three, on your face. Azpilicueta, Fafana, Koulibaly, that striker who scored was at Orsic. Uh, he just tore away and held off. Was it Fafana he held off? <laughs> it was Fafana, yeah. He just creamed him. 70 Absolutely million pounds left there. Left behind. Left him behind, held him off, and then slotted it coolly. Uh, nice goal. But yeah, look at that Chelsea firepower that started that game. Kai Havertz, Raheem Sterling, Pierre-Emerick, Aubameyang. Yeah. Come on. Come and on. And there was there was some good interplay between Uber and Sterling, and you could potentially see that being a good partnership, especially under Potter. I think he is... I mean, if he can rein in Aubameyang to begin with, but nonetheless, that's, that you know, a structured, organised front three, you could really flourish with those guys in there. Yeah, you could. Um, I'm just, I, I was just caught off there, jumped ahead a bit to Potter obviously coming in. Um, I, I feel for Brighton, 
it's a tough situation, isn't it? I'm so, I'm so torn on it. I think Potter's made not a great decision to leave Brighton because he's got them in such a great position at the moment and he has a, a team of players that believe in him and they're playing good football. So The old money talk stuff in the end. Is it or is it? Through. Yeah, it is. is. It the, it, yeah, but is it all money or is it the idea that from, you know, Chelsea is the big leagues, he's playing in the Champions League now, he can, like, this is the pinnacle, this is where yeah. you're trying to get to. I'm sure he could have... I'm sure you could see out a season and get offers. He because he's the best English manager in the game right now. Yep. And there was lots of talk of him taking over the England job even after this World Cup. If Southgate decided to depart, Potter would have been the next in charge. And this just Chelsea team just it seems like a poison chalice. How how you can go there and think even if you do bring success to a team that you stick around for, you know, a period of time to make a dynasty or really establish yourself in the game. Yeah, fair. Um, I think, where am I going? What am I doing? I'm all over the place today, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, Bad Tuesday. I, I was going to ask you about Tuchel, harsh, not harsh. Uh, yeah, I, probably harsh, right? I mean, <laughs> he did win the Champions League. Yep. Super Cup, Club World Cup. This is how he's treated. It does seem a little bit odd. They didn't start great, but they haven't started disastrously either. You can drop a game in the Champions League group stage and still get through. Yeah. Um, it looks like new owners pretty much the same as the old. <laughs> So maybe even maybe guys. even more maybe even more batshit because he from what I read wanted to let him more spend three hundred mil. That's true, and yeah, record breaking transfer window, and then they sack the guy that they partner in in the all of the deal making process, trying to provide a guy a team of players that fit his system, and they're just like, nah, fuck it, we're gonna cut everything. Yeah, my only thought would be that um, you know, Tuka was notorious for losing people. Not just the players, but like fighting with boards and just imploding at a club. Yeah. Uh, he did it with Dortmund. Uh, I'm not sure if it was quite the same at PSG, but it all ended in tatters there as well. So, you know, this is something I think if you went back, read through group chats, I was probably made a comment somewhere about this being a potential thing happening after a year or two with Tuchel. And bang, here we go. We got it. Love that. We I'm got it. Right. Excellent. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Tuchel, for proving Sam right. The firecracker in the dressing room as always, or the boardroom. I mean, I understand it. Why the hell would you want to have to deal with just these rich megalomaniacs who think they know more than you about the game and which they're employing you to instruct everyone else upon? It's just no wonder they clash is what I say. Yep. A huge win for Zagreb, that one. We'll take it over. Um Move across to Scotland, Celtic, Big Ange hosting Real Madrid. Uh, they really took it to them in the first half. Probably should have found themselves ahead, but weren't clinical enough. Had a chance early in the second half as well, and then Real Madrid started to turn the screws a bit. Yeah, Celtic brilliant, but not individually brilliant enough. I think we saw Yeah, to- totally different game if they take those early chances. Um, but do they actually hold out a Madrid fight back? I'm even sceptical on that. I'd be skeptical on that as well, but yeah, you know, it's, you'd rather have the goals and not have them. Dope, Def- definitely, of course. And you can get that kind of home, home ground advantage that Zagreb had, in which you know, 
already uh, all of the Madrid players post game on their uh, social feeds were thanking the Celtic fans and just saying, marveling at how good the atmosphere was. Like imagine that with a two goal advantage, maybe that does deter some players. Yeah. Especially some of the younger, the younger Madrid players that came on. Yeah, could do. Um, don't know. I like what I'm seeing from this Celtic team. Been great this year. Uh, I'm glad they took it to Madrid. Didn't get the result, obviously, but Madrid, they'd have to be a shout to win it again. You've been having an eye on them so far this year. They're the way they're just a ridiculously set up side in that they they really coast through games for sixty minutes, yeah, and then decide, okay, this is it. This is crunch time, and it doesn't yeah. really matter what the result is. And they they were showing this last season. They just turn it on. Put games to bed. See you later. Cash and checks. Yeah, no, they do. Um, they just went through so many games where it looked like they were holding teams at an arm's length. You know, just keeping them at bay, doing their thing defensively. And then, like you said, bang, bang, bang. Benzema pops up and does what he wants. And now mm-hmm. they've just the firepower they've got there, watching Vinny Jr. play, uh, a few of the others in there. They've still got Madrid, uh, Modric and... Um, Cruz running about. They've just lost Casemiro. Uh, but some of the younger ones coming through now, Valverde, Rodrigo is excellent to watch. Uh, mm. Hazard's been playing a bit more football as well. Yeah, and scored in this game, obviously. Um, Camavinga into midfield. And there's a new signing they made, Chilamane, who came on in this game and just, he looked brilliant. And you, you think they sold Casemiro for more than what they paid for this guy. And you're looking at maybe a player you could get 10 years out of. It's a great bit of business. They're just a really well-run club at the moment. And they they play super effective football, but it's also really fun to watch. And so you can't really begrudge Madrid winning games because they're just irresistible. Yep, definitely. You got anything else you want to add on that game before we move on? Just as Celtic were great. And like, I don't know how they're going to go for the rest of the group um, because they've obviously got to play. Uh, it's Leipzig who aren't playing that well. They did lose. They lost to Donetsk, didn't they? And so uh, they're not. They, they pumped that, Dortmund on the weekend, 3 0. Oh, did they? Interesting. Yeah. That could be an interesting turn of form then. Um, and then you've got obviously the emotional high of um, Shakhtar being in the group as well. And given that they won their first game, it's going to be. This is a fever pitch kind of group. And so I do worry about where they come from and where they go. But Celtic, they may have more to worry about. Because have you seen that Angie is being heavily linked with the Brighton job? <laughs> yeah, I've seen this. Any validity, do you think? Could it happen? I don't know. I don't know. Of course it could. But I don't know. What do you want me to say? He's, he's like we said, with Potter going to Chelsea. Ange definitely doesn't seem like the guy to leave mid-project. I said that about Brendan Rodgers too. So mm, Okay, yeah, you did. But Ange is different to Brendan Rodgers. You you should please just know by now that I'd never buy into any of this shit. I'll just wait and see if what and stuff is confirmed. Like transfer rumors, things like that. I just it means nothing to me until I see an official post from someone, you know? Mm. So whatever. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I can't control it. I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> it's just been nice to see Ant stick around, I think, for a season. It's it really showed the kind of person that he is. Yeah. Um We'll jump across again. We're going to move across to Italy um, and fast forward a day. We're not going through every result of the Champions League, obviously, but uh, this one was a, a big one. Napoli 4, Liverpool 1. Did you catch this? 
I saw a little bit of this. It it kind of rocked me a little bit because it rocked it's you. Not you know not because of the whole oh, EPO is the best low kind of thing. More that Napoli so completely wiped the floor with Liverpool, and like Liverpool under Klopp has been an ever-present European team, and you could rank them as one of the better European teams without you know, anyone really questioning it. And so to see Napoli just so comprehensively dismantle them, wave after wave of attack, just control it most to all aspects of the game, that's what, you know, that's what I found really shocking. Yeah, they, they were just all over them from the start. Obviously, 3-0 at halftime. Could have been more. Osimhen was probably wasteful. I'd say, had, mm, had he been more clinical early, um, he wasted a really good one. And then there was another one that he probably should have squared to someone at the back post or in the middle, and he didn't. He had a he shot instead from a tight angle. Um, uh, Piotr, the Polish midfielder, Zielinski, has in the last few seasons come along to be one of the best players in Syria to watch. Uh, he scored a double. One of them was from the spot, I believe. But, yeah, he, he is... He's been good. Has been good. Did you um did you see the contentious decisions in this game? Contentious. There's a, yeah, there's a couple of interesting calls this this Champions League, Europa League, uh round of fixtures. The Milner handball, what do you think? Ah, uh, stiff. It's a little bit rough, isn't it? But uh, I would almost be leaning towards it. His arm was kind of out. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I just Keep your arm down there. Um, yeah, a little bit stiff, but also I don't know. Like I, just, I don't know. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> did you see the um? Did you see the second penalty uh, incident? The the one that they missed, where Van Dyke was just absolutely humiliated. Basically, got he just got done in completely. Yeah. Well, uh, when you said contentious penalty decisions, I was more thinking of that one. Some of the contentious defending that went on. <laughs> by Joe Gomez and oh. Trent Arnold and Virgil van Dyke just looking like pedestrians out there. Um they were absolutely ripped to pieces. It's crazy where they've how they've you know retreated so much or like degressed in their progress. Like I don't understand these guys were good footballers two years ago and now they're just being so easily beaten one on one. Trent's not tracking players. Joe Gomez is just lost. He was upended so many times in this game. Yeah. Um, we've done him to death, I think, the last few weeks. And we're going to keep going. Not been good, but he is. We're going to sink the boot in. He is stinking. He is horrible. He really is. Just leave yep. him out for a little bit. They've got no one break, else. Man. It looks like Matip's maybe coming back from injury now, though, I guess. so. Mm. Um, play, the, you know, play the kids. Just play the kids. Just give someone else a go. Just not Joe Gomez. Stop. Just sign Callum Chambers or something. Jesus. It's not hard. Put 50 million on Ben White. Like, just read yeah, the just room. do it. Yeah. Um, old mate. Uh, fa- I'm a big fan of him. Giovanni Simeone. Uh, new to Napoli this season. Go- coming across from Hellas Verona. Uh, he came on for Osimhen and scored as well. So... Everyone was getting in on it down at Napoli. They were having a good party, I reckon, after that. That's an outrageous result for them. Puts him in massive ascendancy for the group as well. If they just maintain their form, they could come out on top and get a really sweet tie going into the next round. Yep, very good. 
Um, we're moving across now. I think our next one on our list was in the Europa League, but I just want to quickly ask quickly ask you, I can't remember the terms of our Lewandowski bet. Was it just La Liga goals? It was just La Liga goals, thank you. Okay. Even then, I'm not looking great. But he's buried a hat-trick against some, you know, just hey. a lowly Czech side. But, Show um, some respect, Sam. This is what the this is what the Champions League is all about. Oh yeah. The 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 story of Victoria Plzen being beaten five one. Come on, these guys are heroes where they're from, and you're just going to disparage them on on what whatever this is. I am. I'm going to do that. I don't care. Come take my mic off me. They won't do it. They may. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what their intelligence is like. United Sociedad. I presume this one is in our run sheet just purely because United lost and we find that hilarious, uh, but also because they were actually really hard done by in this one. I wasn't going to allude to them being hard done by. I, this was the main reason I persisted with the pod tonight. A Premier League less pod was yeah. so that we could simply laugh at them. And we don't usually cover Europa League, but if they're going to continue to dish this up, maybe it will be in our focus herein. Especially if Ronaldo starts and he's so good that he can just win them games all on his own. <laughs> Has not done anything this season. I just thoughts, not no yeah. goals, no assists. What what the hell? No, nothing. He's not at the races. He's not ready to go. Um, I, yeah, I, also I think... asked this. I asked this full well knowing that he did score a really nice header that was a bit offside. Did I? It's not on the score sheet here. It doesn't it's say true. that Ronaldo scored. It's Does true. It? It's true. He did put it in the net. Hey, just trying to be a little bit more doesn't, balanced, all right? Doesn't say anything. Um, I think United's problem is, uh, just like um, Merson said last week about Arsenal when they lost to Man United, <laughs> is that Arsenal don't really have an Ericsson player, and that's why they lost. So I think maybe maybe United need an Ericsson, like a Christian Ericsson-type player, and then if they get a Christian Ericsson-type player, Maybe they can win games like this. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. I like it. Just a little bit of subtle sideswipe advice, Sam. After you've held your hands up so many times tonight, and been like, don't ask me. I fucking do not have a clue about anything that's happened in the last <laughs> week. My brain right now is not with it. My brain was in bed four hours ago, but here we are. You wanted to laugh at United, so here we are recording I- so we can laugh at United. And we're doing a good job of it. I just I wanted to say I can't believe United losing so soon after the Queen's death. How like how disrespectful? Could Rude, they not? Could they not hold their own? Just do they not care? It's it, it. This is probably why the games were postponed, Sam. Because United don't have the um, the integrity. They don't have the ticker with enough heart. They don't have the ticker to get on with the job. Uh, seriously, thoughts though on the penalty. Wow. Hmm. Crazy. Of all the penalty decisions, this was the one that I thought was incorrect. I mean, it comes off his leg, right? That's not a penalty? Yep. I thought the rule was if it came <laughs> off of your body or like your leg and bounced up into your hand that it wasn't handball, but apparently this referee said it was. So, And the VAR uh, too, because wasn't it the VAR that called it? Because the ref, well, no, well, VAR the ref didn't go look at call it. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. They don't well, I mean, he doesn't. Handball. They make him go look at it. He and doesn't he goes really have a it. choice he at does. that point. He does have but, a choice. He can but there's say like, no. There's like an assumed rule now that not you have assumed, to call it. It's not a rule. 
it's not a rule, but I feel like the referees are pressured that if they're told to go to, you know, in the referees' change rooms or wherever they hang around, wherever they hang out, change rooms. I imagine it's like at some eccentric slot car racing venue, just something where they have some kind of control over miniature device. Sorry, I like referees. Don't get me wrong, but it, oh. <laughs> I do. I always respected them. But to me, it just seems like they're pressured to give the decision if they're told to go look at the monitor because they do it so often. Yeah. I want to see more referees say, no, I was right the first time. But alas, if it's going to cost United games, I'm all for it, to be honest. Keep it coming thick and fast. Same. Same. And and to cap it off, how feeble Ronaldo's attempt to win a penalty right at the end of the game. Just brilliant. Like how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um. I think we're going to take it across now to Syria for the weekend. There wasn't much else going on. There was there was some Bundesliga. Uh, Dortmund got spanked by Leipzig, so that's already looking like the most one horse race in the history of one horse races. Um, just disappointing stuff all around. There's, a, but you know, there's an interesting talk about Bayern Munich at the moment. There's a lot of football pundits raving about their style under Nagelsmann. They, they could be. Great. Yes, I think that might be why people are raving about them because they're, they're, there's a common consensus growing at the moment that they're playing the most unique kind of style of football in the world right now. Yeah. We could dive into that deeper. Deeper, once we see more of them. Once I'm not as half asleep doing this recording. Yeah. Uh, by the time people hear this, they will have played Barcelona at home as well. I think that'll be an interesting test given how well Barca have been playing with... Robert Lever, Lever to go back to Bayern and bang a Hattie in. Returns, returns to the Allianz. This will be great. It will be great. Um, Yeah, you wanted to talk Serie A because uh, you actually, I'm usually the one watching all the Italian football, but this week there was nothing else for you to cast your eye over. So this was it. Who would have thought I'm the Italian correspondent now? We'll see how we go. I don't know about that. That's just. I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to offend some of my Italian friends throughout this, but. Please know that it is in good intention, I promise. Um, Salentanana versus Juventus. Jesus Christ. Let's just stop it there. Salernitana. 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 Yeah. 2-2. Our home to Juventus. Unbelievable game. Away Sam. to Juventus. Away to Juventus. That's what I said. Um, because Jesus, no, he's you- made a mess of it already. No, you know why I said home? Because Juventus were wearing this random blue and pink kit and I couldn't yeah. understand what the hell was going on from the outset. Yeah. Fair. Why, why do they do this? Why? Don't confuse me. I'm watching this um, for the first time. Be traditional. This is a weird thing that has been happening in Italy the last couple of seasons. There's an Italian pod I listen to that there's one guy in particular who gets very annoyed about the amount of different kits that are worn and teams that play at home and don't wear their home kit, stuff like that. Um, I think this one, it may have just been the case that uh, both of Salerno's kits likely clash with Juve's home kit in some okay. way with too much white. So um, Yeah, they were wearing quite a white kit. So, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, they were brilliant, Salantana. Um, Kendreva, once a FIFA beast in some good a few years back. Yeah. They have, haven't they? They look... Did they? Because they barely stayed up last season, from my random knowledge from this. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with that. 
have made some really solid signings. Ken Draver being one of them. Um, it was really a trip seeing him tear it up in the first half. Um, his attacking player, I think he got an assist for one of the goals. It was just great. And at his age as well, he's still, still at the peak of his powers somehow. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know. He's always just been like pretty reliable. He played for Sampdoria for so long. We're talking Ken Draver, aren't we? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just, I'm just keeping up. He did score the first goal. <laughs> yeah. He did score the first. Um, just a just a really good, solid career that I guess has flown under the radar because he he's played his whole career pretty much in Italy. So um, I don't know. We as as viewers of the Premier League mostly, I guess a lot of people don't take too much notice of him, but he's a star. Um, yeah, you've combining him with uh, the once great Christoph Piotek, who looked like he was going to be one of the next big superstar strikers and it never worked out for him. And here he is at lowly Salerno, but he's scoring some goals. It's kind of like the the death knell of all the former hype players coming into just one team and seeing if they can all gel together. And they are because he scored like a decent, decently struck penalty. Um, this was more of a penalty than the Man United one for sure, mm. but m- maybe fall somewhere between the Liverpool range. I don't know. It's so hard to tell anymore. We we really need just a clear cut rule that somehow distinguishes between all of this shit. Yeah, it's it's tough to give. Um, I don't know. Either way, uh, it's one of those things in Italy where, much like we do with Man United, I'm just happy for Juve to not be winning. You know, so yep. very good. Yeah, for the most petty reasons. Good to see him on the uh, receiving end of one of these calls. Yeah, but Juve yeah. came back, did they not? Run, the us last through, run us through the finale here. Please. Uh, they... See if you can see how you go with your Italian correspondenting. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I'm under pressure now. I'm sweating. They came back into the game through a hell good late run into the box header um, by one, someone Bremer. I don't know. It's not up to me to decide the names. <laughs> Grayson Bremer. Yep, whoever that is. He sounds like he could sign for Crystal Palace in the future, and that's what our listeners want to hear. Some football happened in between, and then really the drama kicked off in the 90th minute, Sam. Eight minutes of out of time. Like, yeah. yeah. You're asking for trouble when you put that much time on, I think, at the end of a game. And boy, did the referee fucking get some trouble. Milic. Again, another FIFA beast, but you know maybe one. There's a little bit more reality worthy. Scores a really nice header in the 95th minute. He thinks he's put Juventus into 3-2 lead. Rips his shirt off <laughs> despite being on a yellow card. Yep. Absolute moron. Gets sent off. Okay. Second, second yellow. Second yellow. It was a wild celebration too. Just like threw it into the air. Yeah. Fucking loses his shit. He he's thinks getting, he's won uh, the game. He's getting all the high fives from his teammate as he's leaving the field too. Yeah, everyone's just like, like no, know, worth totally it. worth it, man. Yeah, worth totally it. Totally worth it. No, that was brilliant. It doesn't matter. You won't play next week. It's all good. Um, Bang. Referee gets a little word in his ear. Fucking Vars calling. He goes and have a look. Is it offside? Okay, yeah. One of the TV angles looks like maybe he's offside, sure. <laughs> if you want to measure it from the toe of his boot again. Like they do. That's consistent. I don't mind. For some reason, the referee never flipped the angle. 
and saw the defending player sitting basically on the corner flag, keeping absolutely everyone in the game on side. It was Kandreva too. Oh, was it Kandreva? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to drop him in it? Come on. He's old, dude. He's tired. He didn't do anything wrong. They're all offside. Doesn't matter. They're all offside. Are we playing with <laughs> passive defenders now? Is that what's going on? I don't understand how this happens at this level and how, like, what the even point of VAR is if it's going to miss stuff like this. He's standing, obviously, he's he's standing as close as, what is it, 10 yards. He's 10 yards away from the corner taker, uh, pretty much on the goal line, on the byline. <laughs> and then the ball gets flicked on. He's still, you know, he hasn't pushed out. He's keeping he's not everyone moved at on. all. Uh, but they haven't seen it. They haven't given that to the referee on the footage. Um, so he hasn't seen it. And VAR, I think, has in Italy has since come out and said they never had that angle of it. To see How that, the which, fuck? Which makes you who had who had the angle then? I don't understand. Nobody. Why did we? Why could we see it? I, I don't understand. I don't know. Oh my god! Maybe it was one of those things we collectively imagined. He was never there. Maybe it's karma for Juve's years of match fixing. Oh, did I go there? I went there. You went there. I mean, they were yeah. they were found guilty, so I guess you can do that, right? I can. Yeah, it wasn't That's the end fine. of the drama either, though, because uh, Fazio ended up getting himself a straight red. The former Bruh. Roman defender. Your shit went bonkers. Got a straight red. Allegri got a straight red, and so did Juan Cuadrado. They just they lost the plot here. Bro, everyone was on the pitch. Ref was just like dishing reds out to everyone. Players, managers. His own realization, why the fuck do I bother with all of this? Yep. I mean, that was what I enjoyed so much about the game was the spectacle. And oh, 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 and the amount of stereotypical pleading hand gestures I saw at the oh, end yeah. of this game. That is Syria for you. It's so good. You know, the pinched hand. It's just, yeah. I, I, I could have sworn I was watching a Scorsese film. There was so much of it, Sam. Careful, you're pushing it now. <laughs> um, I want to run you through... I think um, I want to go through this Juve lineup with you and you give me, uh, or I guess I'll just go through it. And I think this speaks volumes of where Juve are at at the moment. They're struggling. They're not at the top of their game. And I, I think the way they imploded after, I know they just got robbed a winner, but to get three red cards from it in the end, um, I think it shows there's a bit of pressure they're building on them. Pressure to get results. And when you look at this lineup, they go into the game with uh, Mattia Perrin. Heard of him? No, never. Goalkeeper. Juve's backup keeper. Been there for a while, I think, as a backup. Um, he was in goal. One Who's their right. number one? Uh, be, oh, be him now. <laughs> oh, Chesney. Okay. Chesney. Chesney's yes. out injured. Okay. okay. But still not that great. Anyway. Um, Codrado, obviously, you know him. Yep. Uh, Bremer, Not really a fullback, but sure. Bremer, you know, because he's scored. he's been a fullback for years now at Juve, so I think we'll let him have that. Bremer, who you'd only just heard of tonight. Uh, yep, good header. Leo Benucci, who has not been good for a few years. Dog. Um, I mean, sorry, what? <clears throat> uh, Matteo Desquilio, do you know him? I like him. Yeah, he was at Milan, wasn't he? He was at Milan. He's never really quite become the player he should have, but whatever. Uh, midfield. Weston McKenney, Leandro Paredes, Fabio Moretti. Okay, so is McKenney? He's from North America somewhere. He's from North Canada, or... yeah, yeah, US, I think. 
US, yeah. Weston McKinney. I've heard, yeah. heard of him. I don't know the other two. Paredes, PSG depth last year. Okay, sure. Yep. What is he, Argentinian or some shit? Uh, something like that. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Uh, Moretti is, is the other one. Just never. Italian player. Yeah. Bench fodder. <laughs> and the front so, three. It, what I'm getting from the Juve midfield three, it looks like the Chelsea midfield three without Kante. Well, they're just not good enough right now. Yeah. They're not good enough right now. Um, their front three as well, Moise Keane, Dusan Vlahovic, who obviously is a gun, and Philip Kostic. So they're bringing in guys like Paredes, who was depth at PSG. Kostic was um, at Eintracht Frankfurt last season. He's mid to late 20s, I think, maybe mid 20s. Um but they're just, I don't know, this does not seem like the Juve of old. Uh, no. they're, they're very weak at the moment. They do have, they brought in Milik, obviously, from Napoli. But again, not, you know, a massive signing that you would expect. They didn't get either of their targets from Sassuolo. They went to different clubs. Um, their injury list is hurting them. Chesney's out. Um, Paul Pogba. Uh, Federico Chiesa and Angel Di Maria are out. But, you know, it's still... Still a shaky looking squad, I tell you. It definitely is. And when you play a 4 3 3 and you think their biggest signing is Milik from um, Napoli, they've already got Vlahovic. So if they're going to play one up top, why would you have. Yeah. Yeah. Why would that be your biggest signing? It, clearly, the midfield needs work. But you're right. It's not an imposing team. And it doesn't really. I don't think it strikes fear into anyone anymore. Well, they do. Um, yeah. They, they, they get a lot of this attention as well because they are kind of. You would. I'm not saying they're the same, but equivalent, the Man United kind of of Italy. You would mm. be fair to say maybe, um, but yeah, in terms of like global fanship and just latching on, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um, but yeah, they sit eighth right now, and they're only four points off the top. That's our title is, but yeah, the clubs ahead of them all have really good squads as well: Lazio, Inter, Roma, Udinese, Milan, Atalanta, and Napoli atop. So. Competitive league again, yeah. like we've been talking about pretty much since we started this pod. There's like almost three seasons running out of the Serie A is just an awesome spectacle and a great thing to get involved in. Yeah. So if you are bored on a Sunday, because the games are usually pretty early, um, dig in. Like, watch this shit. This shit. This is really cool. I enjoyed. Well, this. I said. I said on last week's pod. I, th- I think I said on last week's pod that the Milan derby was the best game I've seen all season. Yes, you did. Across yeah. any league. It was incredible. High quality. Um, I'll just finish on this one quickly before we wrap up. But Ch- uh, Roma have been going pretty good. <laughs> they, <laughs> have they? I, met, I, I thought mentioned they were this. <laughs> I mentioned this because, uh, yeah, Dybala's been scoring goals. And he's a player that Juve were so keen to get rid of, even though he was so keen to stay. He was... He was even captain. That's how much the other players thought of him. But the club still wanted him out. Um, he's I did have a Roma. He's scoring goals. He scored a cracker on the weekend as well. I saw this really heartbreaking video of Dybala actually. When, it may have been when he was trying to tell his teammates that they didn't want him anymore and he had to go. And he was like breaking down and crying and stuff. So you can yeah. definitely see that he was attached to Juve. But I think that just the professionalism of the guy, wherever he goes... He's going to give 100% for that team. He's already come out and said Mourinho is the best manager he's ever played under. <laughs> I mean, good <laughs> thing to say about Mu. You want to stroke his ego a little bit to begin with. I get that. But yeah, he's dishing out results and he is doing individual flair goals exactly like the one in this game. 
And um, he's going to light it up, don't you think? He's going to have a really good season. Yeah, well, he's already had a, he's off to a pretty good start. So I hope it continues. Uh, not that I have any kind of soft spot at all for Roma, but um, they have Dybala's a fun. a good guy. They have a fun squad. Um, mm-hmm. Pellegrini and Dybala kind of attacking midfielders with Tammy Abraham up front. They signed Andrea Bellotti from Torino, who is someone I'd had my eye. He's one of those guys I used to buy on FIFA a lot. And then okay. maybe maybe in the last year or so, the big club interest kind of dropped off a bit. Okay, um, yep. he maybe stayed at Torino a few years too many, a little bit too much, um, and he couldn't quite he couldn't crack the Italian side even when uh, even when Immobile wasn't scoring for them because Immobile is just that good. But and then in their mid their midfield they got they signed Nemanja Matic. Oh, okay, so cool. old guy, experience comes in in the Italian league. That experience will go a long way. Spinazzola's black back playing football. Um, did that did that injury in the Euros? Yeah, awesome player. Yeah, he was doing he was playing so well. Um, he was going to be player of the tournament, I thought. Yeah, and then uh, one Chris Smalling at the back still as well. So crazy! It's yeah. such a higgery pig like higgery piggery side. A whaty? A higgery piggery side. Is it? Yes, because it's like. A mismatch of players from different backgrounds. No, it's just what it is. Is it's just we're not used to seeing uh, English players or names in teams like this. Yeah, that's that's all it that's, is. It's that's why English I was trying names. to use. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'd use the English reference from the the bloody uh, children's nursery rhyme. I'm not going to try and do it again. I'm not going to be able to do it. Is it from a? What are you? I don't even know what you're talking about. It's from like one of these fucking hell old English nursery rhymes that gets passed down into Australian folklore because we're obviously all convicts. Does it? Have you got evidence? Yeah, I'll back it up. Do you want me to put it on the page? It'll be very yeah, football sure. related. Uh Jenny Ridaldum still to come into that team as well. So yeah, that's me that's me uh pumping up Roma for a bit there. Nice. Yeah. Very character, but I appreciate the um the enthusiasm. They look yeah. they look fun. Like you said, they look fun. Are we happy to leave it there? I reckon. I think we've done a good job we've to had a good fill time. as much time as we have. I I apologize to anyone who has to listen to this. Well, no one has to listen to it, obviously, but we like it if you well, do. Except for the couple at gunpoint, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Apologies for my performance this week, mate. I'm a bit scattered. I thought you were great. And I was really excited to do this knowing you were in this state because I thought we could have um oh, it's it's finally my time to shine. I had to leave the pod and I felt like I did a respectable job. <laughs> yeah. Until we got to the Italian correspondent part. <laughs> Salerno Tanana. Salerno Tanana. Salerno Tanana. We better stop. See ya. Bye.